0: Welcome, to Believer Readers, to Let's Read Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, a division of Let's Read Spider-Man, a proud member of the PacePot Patreon Podcast Network.
1: Uh, I hope this is a great podcast we're
0: going to hear about, James B. Uh, the PacePot Patreon Podcast Network is home to many great podcasts, Eddie, and one that might interest you would be a discussion about vehicles and the future of
1: powered vehicles. I am so excited to hear about this. I love electric vehicles and alternative, and even gas-powered vehicles still, you know.
0: Join the debate as Rocket Racer explains to everyone why they should be on rocket skateboards and his opposition. The Big Wheel says everyone should be in giant wheels. This 10-part documentary called No, I'm the Big Wheel can be heard each Thursday night for two hours long on the Pacepot Patreon
1: podcast network. (laughs) The giant wheel? I don't know if that's public safety number one.
0: From March of (laughs) 1978, Stanley presents Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man 16 in The Beetle and the Badge, written by
1: Elliot Magan, art by Sal Busama and Mike Esposito. We open with Spidey attempting to stop an out-of-control car, but he can't. Instead, in incredibly dramatic and dangerous fashion, Joey Mancone, a NYPD cop, stops the careening car. (laughs) at the bugle jay jonah is thrilled by the prospect of a non-superhero being the hero for his newspaper so he sends peter to take pictures of joey a husband constantly in danger and marianne his concerned wife at home uh this is not the image of domestic bliss
0: yeah this comic book decides to be a little more serious and lets the reader know the difficulties of being a cop and being married to one peter hears this through the door And then awkwardly like shows up and knocks and takes the photos uh, before the book switches back to being goofy as we see (laughs) the new crime boss in his costume, Eddie.
1: That's right, James B. The Beatle creates a wave of crime across the city, emptying the local police station with the exception of an aging officer who says Joey needs a break from the action and sends him to work the communications board in the building. The beetle breaks into the station, and its plan is going exceedingly well until Spidey shows up and attacks. As Spidey is having trouble with the armor-clad insect when with the battle cry of This way, Bugman! Look this way. Joey dives into battle. The beetle swats Joey away, but this gives Spidey time and inspiration to web him into defeat. At the end, Joey gets a hero's presentation as Marianne walks solemnly away, knowing one day her husband may not survive his fearless work. Eddie, Joey knew how to defeat
0: the Beatle, and Spider-Man did not. This was not Spider-Man's finest hour. He was a supporting character in his book, uh, for sure. I think the last time I saw this was actually uh, a guy named Joe, you know? Yes. um, Sad ending, too, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I gotta agree, James B. A very solemn theme to this book. Uh, Let's move on to something more ridiculous. Sure. From
0: April of 1978, Stanley presents Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man 17 in Whatever Happened to the Iceman, written by Bill Mantlo, art by Sal Buscema
1: and Dave Hunt. Peter's on assignment in L.A. when he is nearly killed by glass falling from a skyscraper. (laughs) Fortuitously, this introduces him to the hero he is looking for, Warren Worthington III, better known as the Avenging Angel. Worthington recounts how the Champions, supergroup, disbanded in anger, and how their massive headquarters is a poorly constructed mess.
0: The Champions are basically all the extra hero that no one wants. Here's how I know that's a fact. <laughs> Five of the six, Eddie, have teamed up with Spider-Man in Marvel Team-Up, and we've covered them. I was going to say, we have to explain who these people are to Eddie. Nope. Eddie knows almost all of them. So take all your extra pieces and slap them together. Nice try, Marvel. Uh, You did it with the Avengers. We'll let you get away with it once. But uh, fool me twice. Shame on me. We don't need this group at all.
1: We don't need Hercules dragging the island of Manhattan away. Well... Uh, later that night, Peter is suspicious of the falling glass incident uh, from earlier that day. And as Spidey peeks into an open window, he sees the angel arguing with a heavily bandaged man named Stuart Clark. The bandaged man pushes a button and Rampage attacks the angel. Uh, R-
0: Rampage is the is the character's name.
1: Yes, Rampage is the character's name, standing next to Stuart Clark here. Okay. Uh, Spidey pops into the fray, much to Angel's dismay. The battle climaxes with Stuart's chair being electrocuted, freeing Rampage from his multicolored suit to reveal Iceman.
0: I, I like the ending. I'm going to rate this book just below average. The ending was... I liked it. Now, the title was called Whatever Happened to the Iceman. <laughs> Still... They managed to fool me. I didn't think the Iceman was in a costume fighting for a character that we had never met because he was introduced in a in a champion's book. Like, you know, like a Marvel team up. They decide to, like, just throw people at us that we were supposed to know who they are. Um, but yeah. I, yeah, I was OK with this. How about you? OK. I,
1: yeah. To be clear here, Iceman has like a yellow and red suit on until it melts off him at the end. I'm upset by so much talk of the champions. Like you said, this is a really pitiful crew of Marvel characters, and we have so little about Spider-Man in this book and so much about Warren Worthington and his building problems. But we have
0: more Spider-Man in this one than we do in the previous one, which... (laughs) Which isn't saying that much. Let's see how it goes in the next one from May of 1978. Stanley presents Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man 18 in My Friend, My Foe by Mantlo, Bustina, and Hunt.
1: Iceman is still hypnotized and attacking Spider-Man and the Avenging Angel. A lull in the action occurs, allowing the angel to give Spidey the backstory to how the Iceman came to be controlled.
0: Oh, hold on. I, I just want to interrupt you. You know, it's interesting. I don't ever ever think of him as the avenging angel. Do they say that in the book, Eddie? That what they I, call him?
1: I got it. You know, I meant to clarify this with you, James B because that's what it says the first time I read his name and I was like, Is that really his name? He's just the angel, right? I'm good
0: calling him the angel, but don't worry. Okay. there's gonna be some problems with people's names coming it's like up in Avenging. In a, yeah, there's gonna be some other problems with names. We'll let that one go. But uh all What's right. going on with these heroes?
1: Uh, the trio of heroes continue to attack each other until Iceman's demise occurs in the form of a car wash. Yes, a car wash defeats Iceman, whereas two superheroes could not. Speaking of cars, uh, Eddie, Spider-Man damages another car.
0: He <laughs> crashes on top of it. Doesn't seem to be a potential lawsuit on this one, but it's <laughs> going keep track of him, you know, crashing. This looks like it's a young person's car and you know, too bad for them. So,
1: oh, oh, speaking, well. of you, speaking of you young people, Eddie. <laughs> uh, back on the East Coast, we see the young and vivacious Flash and Shawshan happily walking through the park, unaware of everything around them in love and bliss. Uh, Hector Ayala is also feeling good uh, in the park. Unfortunately for Peter, something strikes his plane on the way back to- And we are left with a mysterious escaped felon at the end of this book.
0: It's interesting. I read this book and I don't even remember this part of it. Uh, Hector Ayala, Eddie, (laughs) could you let us know who that is, by the way?
1: Uh, That is uh, White Tiger for anyone who did not remember his uh, name when he's in his civvies. Uh, Yeah.
0: So am I mistaken or is this book like almost good? It's trying to bring in supporting characters. uh, But other than Flash, it's really just bringing in previous heroes and previous villains who are going to be showing up again right they're just
1: recirculating people Uh, i mean no almost good is a high rating for a book of washed up the washed up champions
0: i i I think they've been giving us a couple little little twists and stuff and i think these last pages have been kind of exciting the big reveal for iceman was good uh i I thought the last page here was was kind of clever too i think they're I dunno, I think I think they're doing okay. But you know, that's just maybe there'll be something in the next book you'll enjoy. From June of nineteen seventy-eight, Stanley presents Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man 19 in Again the Enforcers by Mantlo, Busima, and Hunt.
1: All right. Fancy Dan and Montana are kicking around a roped Spider-Man. Yeehaw! Oh no when a new ox arrives and tears the dummy Spidey in half. Uh, Lightmaster is not far behind Ox and explains that he's found a new ox and declares the wall crawler must die. Uh, James B., the opening splash page here has Fancy Dan like karate chopping Spidey as he's lassoed up. Do you know how I immediately knew this was a dummy?
0: I have a guess, but (laughs) I'll let you
1: tell me. Uh, currently, you know, one of my favorite characters, Montana, because let me just be clear, he had a purple suit on the first time I saw him, and I thought, anybody wearing a purple suit, my kind of guy.
0: In a cool accent. You like that,
1: too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. From way back. Uh, he has successfully attacked Spider-Man zero, zero. to yep. one half times. <laughs> mm,
0: zero. He's never lassoed Spider-Man, so I figured... I, that Seeing wasn't... the
1: lasso around Spider-Man, I was like, "Up, oh, well, that's not the real
0: Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't like this new ox. They're like, we're going to call you new ox. I don't have a problem. Okay. First of all, the light master being in charge of the enforcers, you know, this is the third person to be in charge of them, at least there. maybe, maybe more. I'm not sure when, the hel- when Montana was flying the helicopter, who was running that or that time. There may have been a... A fourth person now. But anyway, Lightmaster's in charge now. These guys are just the default backup, you know, band. And uh, New Ox, uh, I have some other names prepared. Oh. Uh, I'll give you four choices. Delightful. Yeah. Okay. You, you can pick. I'll, I'll come up with you. Okay. Here are my four choices. You can call them Buck, Bull, nice. Bulk, or Yak.
1: <laughs> God, I would love Yak. I, the Yak has arrived. <laughs>
0: Right? Wouldn't, no, I'm being serious. Would that be better? He says, "I'm the yak," rather than like uh, we, new,
1: It would be significantly better. But <laughs> new you ox. Know, I gotta say, it's by calling him the new ox, it really cements their status as like <laughs> dopey stoolies <laughs> to whoever is around. Right? Like you can't even get a, a guy with an original name when you lose one of your guys from before. Like. <laughs> Just got to be a big dumb guy again. So, yeah, I was actually fine with the new Ox. I'm like, yep, the enforcers are nothing more than <laughs> this guy's not eating an apple while fighting though. So I was <laughs> out on him right there. Ah, well, let me let me tell you about the rest of this book. Over at the Bugle, Jay Jonah is thrilled to see Parker's pictures from L.A., but Peter's camera broke. So Jay Jonah flips out, chasing Peter out of the newspaper. Uh, Shoshan and Flash are at the Coffee Bean reading a letter from Razorback. Okay, hold on. Like Sarah Pezel,
0: great to see Razorback appearing here. Yeah. Once again, the people who are writing Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider Man have all they have a little stack of books, Eddie, and they're like, "Who has been in these issues?" They're like, uh, Lightmaster, White Tiger, Razorback. Guys, it's okay. You can, you know, you don't have to bring the tarantula in next. You can go outside this boundary here. Also, do you have time to show us Razorback? How about a little Aunt May or MJ? I mean, we're four books in, and Peter just hasn't had any action yet here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing going on.
1: I I have major problems with this this that we we can discuss later, James B. All right. Uh, Let me finish up the enforcers here. They show up and take everyone in the coffee bean hostage, Uh, Hector Ayala, a.k.a. the White Tiger, is in the Coffee Bean, too, and when Spidey jumps through a window, uh, he dismantles the Enforcers in battle. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, Hector stays to watch. Uh, The fight is brief and comical, which is the way every fight against the Enforcers should be. Um, As Spidey departs through the skylight, Hector walks out the front door and tells the police it's all over, and... From far away, the Lightmaster sees this on TV and ascertains that Hector must be Spider-Man.
0: I I think it's such a good ending. I really do. But it had to be a good ending because I hated them having this comical fight with Fox. It was, you know, I think you like it, but I really think it's just so awful.
1: I, I mean, if... Okay, if, if you're going to get say, yeah. the enforcers fighting, right? Okay. They're terrible. Like, it's been clear over the course of the five times we've seen the enforcers that they are terrible. Then it makes perfect sense to make their fighting terrible in such a, and make a joke about it, too. Although it was very long and Spider-Man was in no danger at any time.
0: The part here where Ox is holding up um
1: i don't know the bar it's the bar it's really the counter really we could say
0: and he says this is the day the ox makes a name for (laughs) himself because of course he has to be super dumb because like the rhino whatever and the guy's like what was wrong with the old one too hard to spell implying that ox's name you know and he's like argh get ready to die wall crawler and then Spider-Man says, oh, Ox, please give me one more chance. You see, I have a theory I'd like to test out. And he's like, oh, theory. And he's like holding the bar. We're now three panels in. Yeah, I'd like to see. He goes, yeah, you see, the last Ox had a glass jaw. And I wanted to find out if you have one too. So while Ox <laughs> is holding this, Spider-Man is able to like punch him. And then Pink. the ball, the whole bar falls on top of Ox. Like he's yeah. having this whole conversation with Spider-Man. And I'm
1: like, come on. You know, yeah, I wouldn't even describe, I wouldn't, a punch is very um, generous. I would describe this as like a, a ta- flick stupid. in the face. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> I was trying to make, trying, I was terrible. trying to be nice. That's true.
0: Hector Ayala comes in, and just in case you didn't know, he's a poor Puerto Rican, which he lets you know every time you run into him, I'm <laughs> no, just a poor, terrible. he comes in with like, oi muchacho, that was muy fantástico. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, white tiger, What <laughs> See, my name is Hector Royale, senor.
1: Tell me I'm not reading this exactly what he says. Like, that's exactly what he says. I can't believe you're okay with this ending. I was so upset about it. I was like, one, does Lightmaster really think Spider Man is so dumb that he can just beat up the Enforcers, change into his normal outfit, and then waltz out, like with TV cameras around him? I I like the fact that they're like, hey, this is like a something's moving
0: on the plot, like Marvel team-up type books. It oh. just, it wraps up. This is like, wait oh, a second. Th-
1: we're so deprived. The bar, <laughs> yes. The
0: bar is down, <laughs> Marvel team-up being the C book. This We're trying to get a like a, a C plus book because it oh. ends, Eddie, with, with, with the Lightmaster saying, aha, you know, Hector Ayala must be Spider-Man. Like, okay, it's dumb that he thinks this, but at least it, it doesn't just wrap up it's going to continue, and now there's a new plot line wow. called "How does Hector get out of this?" I think this was. I really thought the ending.
1: Okay.
0: If I, if I had this book, I would keep going.
1: Bar, I would. Wow. I would keep reading. The bar is low here, James B. Let's. Can you help me conclude this story? Uh, yeah, I hope this last book has a good ending
0: too. Uh, from July of 1978, Stanley presents Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man 20, in "Where Will You?" When the Lights Went Out
1: by Mantlo, Usima, and Hunt. James B., I'm going to stop you right here because I love the cover of this book. After uh, having so very little to get excited about, it's one of my favorite covers, and it's clearly signed by Ernie Chan in the lower left-hand corner underneath Spider-Man's foot. Um, He drew the previous book's cover, too, uh, which was really fantastic, too. And I know he had helped on some of the illustrations not too long ago, on a couple books we covered, I just say keep it up, Ernie. This is yeah. great. And uh, we didn't plan this, but I
0: thought, Meh, on the book, not really a great cover for me. Oh. Uh, you and I have different styles. This is a very basic kind of cover, and uh what? No, I I
1: didn't like it. Oh, I just I, I like the black being used. The shadow the shadow casting is so great. Yeah. It's like I, black with the red. Yeah, I just oh, just wasn't my kind of cover, but that's okay. Okay.
0: Uh, All right. right. (laughs) Hey, I like the last couple endings you didn't, so, you know,
1: it's fine. So be it. (laughs) Well, Spidey's uh, upside down in the rain listening to the police interrogate the enforcers in the hope that they will spill their boss's name. Ox attempts a breakout, but everyone is gassed, as (laughs) always. (laughs) There we go again. Be
0: be clear. Ox attempts a breakout, but the police department gassed. Yes. They gassed the cell. They, like... (laughs) Decided they have a failsafe if the villains tried to escape. I thought that was clever.
1: Ah, I guess so. That's true. Well, Spidey would you rather? He- them,
0: would you rather them have just punched their way out and be like, oh, the cops," uh, you know? Who, by the way, the enforcers always capture other
1: police. <laughs> I've seen them captured many times. The epitome of stoolie. Um, yes. Spidey heads home, having not learned the boss's identity. The next day on campus of ESU, Peter bumps into Hector Ayala just before he is caged and zapped by the Lightmaster.
0: All right. I'm filling up with things here in my notes. Uh, Do you like that you know who the boss is, even though that
1: other people don't? Uh, what, what What do you mean by that, James B.? The Lightmaster is the boss. Agree? Right. Correct. You know it as a reader.
0: Yes. But the police are like, tell us who your boss is. Tell us who your uh, boss is. He's like, we're not giving up the boss. It doesn't happen that often, does it? True. We usually kind of know. Like if we I mean, we know it's like it the usually, Green Goblin's the yeah. boss or the guy in a mask, but like yeah, what, what's the fr- what's the big deal if they knew Lightmaster is the boss? You know, do they hmm. all know who
1: Lightmaster is? Maybe they uh, do. Yeah, I guess they could Theoretically, they could find him more easily. They do find him. We we did
0: read hard. about Lightmaster a couple issues ago, like back in number three, but I don't remember if they know who he is. You can wrap up the end of this book, Eddie.
1: Uh, okay. Um, Hector loses the amulet that gives him the power to be White Tiger during the kidnapping, but before Lightmaster departs with the unconscious Ayala, Peter tags him with a tracer. Spidey catches up to Lightmaster, torturing Hector, and returns the amulet so that the White Tiger and Spidey can beat up on Lightmaster. Uh, uh. Just as it appears, Spidey will be cooked to death. The power grid fails, and Lightmaster's downfall is of his own making. Alright, I don't have this book open
0: in front of me, but I don't need to because I remember how this ends. Uh, they're trying to reveal that Hector Ayala is Spider-Man. He's got him on camera. He's like, I'm going to reveal this. Spider-Man knows that the amulets belong to Hector because he's seen them before when they were part of the little uh, the little trio of right. kids. I don't remember what those guys are called anymore. I'm sorry, um, uh, JVD, oh, but yeah. I've, I've already forgotten what they're called, the Kung Fu Kids. So he gives him back his thing, and then he turns into, like, the White Tiger. He's like, Immediately. hey, everyone, I'm not Spider-Man. I'm the White Tiger, dun-dun-dun, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, well, that was an interesting choice, like, that, you you know, rather than, like, just crawl away or whatever. But I guess he figured, eh. What am I supposed
1: to do here? He likes hanging around and watch Spider-Man fighting. This is the second time he's done it. And
0: then, Eddie, could you please explain to me in the last three panels
1: what happens? Because Spider-Man's chopped in a bulb, and then two panels later, the book's over. I I was worried that I was going to be asked about this, because I could not put it into the summary in a manner that felt like anyone would understand. Um, White Tiger dives at the Lightmaster, and... This messes him up in some way. It makes New York City go black all at once. Releasing Spider-Man from his, like, giant comic- comedic light bulb, which is on top of the building. They're in, like, a light, you know, electric electrical facility or something. And then the next picture we have is of Lightmaster unconscious. Uh, what did you do, White Tiger? <laughs> I think he's, and I think he's, what did he di-
0: do? I think he might be dying or fading away as well. I mean,
1: it's really, it's light just master to be Lightmaster looks like he's totally got Spider-Man. There's like nothing, Spidey's trapped inside this all right. big light bulb. All right. zapped.
0: And, and listeners, we're not talking about like pages of, of details here. We're talking about like a single panel or two and then the book just ends. So Eddie, I'm just going to, I'm going to, go against with what I said. I'm going to try to pull it up here. All right. So I okay. I would love a listener to write in to explain this better. No one's going mean, to read would these. make my day. Nope. <laughs> People that are listening to this book are thinking thank goodness these guys are covering uh, this. I don't have to read it. Uh, okay. It says it's it's this. alright. So there's I guess there's five panels left because he's thinking bubbles. The White yes. Tiger's is like and by the okay. way he's Doing is mostly English now because you know, he, right. he's like, I have held back long enough. El hombre needs me. It is time. So he goes for the white tiger into the fray. It goes, a tiger leaps. So the lightmaster, as the lightmaster increases his power.
1: Right. So okay. <laughs> so The next time we see Lightmaster, he's on the ground unconscious. Well, what happened? <laughs> well, Spider Man
0: says in his next panel, three from the end, and New York City goes black all at once. So White Tiger did something, but you don't see right. it off-panel.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Hold on, hold on. I'm just okay. <laughs> and then I'm just giving the facts. We're just going fast. And then the next panel, Spider-Man jumps in. There's two to go, and he says, "A blackout, me amigo. Just as I leaped, Lightmaster overloaded the city's backup power systems in this arena, and then it says, and knocked out the entire metropolitan." Group. <laughs> So he overloaded the power and says without the light surrounding him, there's no way he could hold his molecular structure together. He's fading even now. There's nothing we can do to help him. He destroyed himself. So it sounds like Lightmaster accidentally overloaded the power and killed all the lights and himself. That's what it it sounds like. Um, nothing was done by the white tiger team. You think like he did this (laughs) incredible attack. He he leaped at
1: him and he just, he crumpled before he even got there. That is what happened. Yeah. But he's
0: also saying it like somebody, it's also kind of being said like someone guilty could say something. You're like, what happened? You're like, I don't know. I came in here and the cookie jar was on the ground and the cookies were broken. (laughs) I guess they just fell over. Like, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's not like he has like any like dirt on his fingernails or anything, but he's, it sounds like he just said, Hey, Nothing happened. I didn't do nothing. And I'm like, I think you're supposed to believe he did nothing either. So, yeah, that's that's what I saw.
1: Very clear. Thank you, James B. <laughs> okay.
0: I did like the twist with Hector suddenly putting on his costume. I thought that was like a True. nice like... But in the end, this whole part with the blackout, no. I, I'd say not so good. Yeah,
1: character. well, if this is going to be Spectacular Spider-Man, I better hear a lot more about Hector and Joey Mancone and the angel. Because like... It's all about it's supposed to be supporting characters around Spider Man. And there's so little Spider Man. And like you said, the only progression we got was the Lightmaster figuring out that Hector Ayala was Spider-Man, which was dumb. But
0: I, I feel bad that we're covering these three it. books because we really I think if we were just covering just this book, it would at least feel like we're kind of going back and forth to the same Characters a little bit. Uh, I mean, they. But we're jumping around, and we're like, "Oh, Light Master's back. Who cares?" You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know what are you going to do about that? Uh, I, I, in, in a related moment, I'll let you know, Eddie, that in the Marvel team ups that we're going to be covering pretty soon, in the second Marvel team up, they bring back characters who were only in like four Marvel team ups earlier this year. And I'm like, these characters were not good then. But they're like, oh, Marvel team up. We'll just stick with more Marvel team up. So they're doing it. They get away with an amazing Spider-Man because it's just just so well done. You you can't get away with it in these second books. And they're trying to go back to the well, but no. Eddie, if people want to send us thank yous. And by the way, listeners, you should start sending us thank yous right now for covering these books. because, Because you get credit for having read them. Uh, when you listen to them at something like audiobooks, right? You know how you listen to an audiobook <laughs> That's right. and you're like, oh, I, I read the book, and you're like, you just listen to it. These
1: count. So you can check off five Peter Parker's <laughs> Spectacular Spider books. To
0: send us a thank you, Eddie. How can they reach
1: us? Email us anytime at let's at gmail.com. There you go. Um and I'm James B. joined by Eddie! And remember,
0: listeners, Let's Read Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider Man, is a division of Let's Read Spider Man, a proud member of the PacePot Patreon podcast network. If you like this podcast, you may also enjoy Lightmaster's See the Light podcast, in which pet owners get new pets and Lightmaster helps come up with the appropriate names. That, that seems like a great idea. Last week in See the Light, Billy called in after his puppy Prince died, and Lightmaster suggested the name New Prince to help Billy move that on. That is not a great idea, James B. Also, <laughs> Ethel Appleton called in after her fish Shiny passed, and Lightmaster wisely suggested New Shiny for her new fish. That's see the light on the Pacepot Patreon podcast network.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. Or Puerto Rican. Oh my goodness. Belize Hector. Los Amulets del Tigre. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Terrible. Then his next thought is my tiger amulets, but who? I'm like, okay, well, pick a lane, buddy. Pick a lane. So And I think Spider Man's giving him like the okay symbol.
1: Where at the end? Where? When he
0: drops the ambulance, he looks up and Spider-Man's oh, yeah, yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah, he does." Like, hey, like he's like winking at him. He like
1: him. sneaks him in as he's laying. Yeah. He always feels crummy when he doesn't have his ambulance.